1: Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh,
2: it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos, and same game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gamblers' help, call 1 800 858 858.
3: Sports Day. The all new Kia Nero. Available in hybrid or all electric. See more at kia.com.au and Lumo SA. Aussie-owned, made for South Australia.
4: Yeah, good evening, Sports Day SA. Richard Douglas and David Wildy for Budget Car and Truck Rental. If you're moving house, how's this for the number? The thirteen twenty-seven twenty-seven. 27 Get on the road faster. Thirteen twenty-seven twenty-seven. 27. A wonderful company, Budget Car and Truck. So welcome by popular demand. He's back. Richard Douglas. Dougie, how are you?
2: Good, David. Thank you. Fantastic uh, day in Adelaide. Wasn't it, it was beautiful? Well, a bit of rain uh, when I came. It was pouring rain. I don't know what yeah, sort of uh, a... <laughs> suburb you live in, but obviously... <laughs> the sun is me. coming. It's <laughs> coming. Don't worry. We'll hang You've coming
4: in your shorts and T-shirt. Um, um, day of trade, trade talk, which will be for the next few weeks. And we just briefly mentioned Degoe last night and had a stipulation in his contract. Been offered, what, five years at 800000 so four mil, let's say near enough figures. And... He's knocked it back because they've got clauses, um, perhaps outside clauses of a normal contract. And I was asking you before, what's in your contract? Um, Does it cover bad behaviour or misconduct or something unbecoming to the club? Um, Or do you just read the figures? Hang on, I'm getting three or four hundred. That doesn't
2: worry me. But do you you read that? And yeah, you're warned, like, educated? Footballers, Footballers, we don't read too much, do we? But no... you sit down with your manager you do, prior to signing your contract, and you do understand what is in it. Basically, um, you know you need it a fair bit wrong though for a club to rip up your contract. So, um, you know you need it. You toe the, the club line, and, and it pretty much lays that out on paper. So there's things you can and can't do. You know skydiving and things like that. Obviously, you need to behave yourself and represent the club, the club you know, in a good manner, um, which is already in place. So it's interesting to see that the Collingwood. Uh, you know putting additional clauses on his contract, but interestingly see, he did knock back that contract. What that tells me is that there may be some interest obviously from other clubs and other clubs may be prepared not to uh, put those clauses in place. that's why he may have yeah. knocked it back. Well um, let's hear
4: from Sam Edmund uh, talking about the contractor Jordan degoey.
1: now, from what I have been told. The catch-all clause in the Collingwood contract for Jordan Goey read along the lines of Collingwood being able to stand down Jordan Goey and terminate his contract whenever they think necessary. So that is the ultimate catch-all clause, isn't
4: it? Yeah, well, it is. And we've got a statement here from the AFL Players Association does not support additional behavioural clauses imposed on players. And maybe he's got a case, Dougie, if he's thinking, look, if I mark up, so already you my contract, you can do this or do that. So he's um, might have arced up a bit, a bit about that. He's a different cat. And,
2: yeah. Uh, I mean, I understand that you need to behave in a particular way, but for a club to have the power to terminate the contract at any time, that would make you a little bit nervous. I understand he's not a saint. Um, far from it. Yeah, far from it. But he may be next year. Um so that would make him, obviously, a little bit nervous. That's why he's clearly reluctant uh, to sign. But I still am a big believer there's some interest from other clubs and there's a lot to play out yet.
4: What about the the pressure on Isaac Rankin? Um, we, don't, we don't know. They bandy this 800. I mean, I can, we can say anything in the media and it sticks. But, but it's not his fault, A, that he's getting that money. It's because he's got talent and the Crows need talent. Um, where do you sit on that? You, you're saying also that you don't really know what player A, B, or C is on? You sort of work your own contracts Fair enough. So, but when they're out in the out in the um, sort of ether, and you can read them in the paper, um, does that put added pressure onto him? You think mm. um, he's basically a, a small forward, and hopefully can go in the middle down the track.
2: Yeah, it uh, it adds pressure to him, certainly. I think, for me, what I'm looking at from a club's point of view, I I know what he can do on field. He hasn't done a lot of it, but I can see glimpses, and he's at 22, he's going to be able to do that for 10 years. So I'm more than happy with what he can do at 800. That's not an issue. For me, what I want to know more about is who is he as a person, what makes him tick, is he going to add to our culture, is he going to be a leader of our footy club, is he going to bring some young players on uh, along with him. So that's where I see the benefit um, of Isaac Rankin just as much as his footballing ability. And the 800, if he's a really good person and he wants to buy into the Adelaide Footy Club, I've got no issues at all. giving him five years at that price. Um, similar thing with Eddie Betts. There was some talk around Gee, paying much. a fair what bit. I think him, it was about yeah. 6, 650 for Eddie. Over five years it might have been. But the thing we knew about Eddie was he was a good character. And he bought into the not just the footy club but the whole state. And we've we seen what happened from there. And I see Isaac Rankin in a very similar light. So fingers crossed the club have done their due diligence with him off-field and what makes him tick. And if they have, um, I'm more than happy with that price. Yeah,
4: I've, watching Isaac early on, I thought he's a very selfish player, just as a commentator watching. But I thought this year he also gave out a lot of goals. And that's what he's got to look at. He's clever enough with the ball. He doesn't have to be kicking the miracle snap all the time. And, and if he can look for a player in a better position. But I, I felt he became more of a team player. I know they were really sort of loathe to lose him. They put on the hard yards. And finally, he's showing glimpses of what he can do. So... I think it'd be good, but you're right. He's coming back to his home state, so no, a bit be environment, but more pressure.
2: Pressure, expectation. We know what Adelaide's like. It uh, can be a bit of a fishbowl with the two-team town at times, so there'll be pressure on him. But I think knowing or seeing the way he goes about it, I think he likes the pressure and the expectation and a bit of the limelight. So How does
4: a contract work, Doug? Because you, you've had a long, long career here, and you've had a lot of you know multiple-year contracts. So do you set a figure in what... You think you're worth? Does your man- how does it work? Your manager comes in, has your chat, and they're obviously the club of the, the yeah. third party.
2: Yeah, I'd sit down with him and so say, I think I'm worth a million dollars a year, and he says, you're kidding. I reckon we- <laughs> you might be 600. Nah, <laughs> so the club says four. <laughs> Typically how it would play out with with myself and my manager, Michael Dowdy, was um, he'd say to me, what do you think you're worth? Or Firstly, we'd probably say, are you happy to stay at the Crows, uh, you, you know, exploring, going home? How does it sit? I'd say, yep, I'm happy to stay, really loving the club. He's, okay, how long... Do you want to be for what sort of figure do you think you're worth? And then he'd say, well, I think you're about worth this. And then we'd sort of agree on a on a, t- a point that we want to would be happy at. Then we'd go to the club and initiate um, conversations, and we'd probably meet somewhere in the middle. And and that's are they spot. hard? Are they hard to deal with? Like,
4: um, yeah, sometimes we've seen contracts go for four or five months. So oh, we're getting closer. We're getting closer. Do you, have you found it hard, or have you always been in a position where it's been fairly quick to sign?
2: Luckily they were fairly straightforward done over probably a you know four week period but the sticking point sometimes can become on the the length of the the contract um, and some clubs might want to front end it um, you might just want to sort of consistently over the term of the contract um, so they can obviously with, with the more of the high profile players the contracts have got a bit more involved in them um, so they can be taken a little bit longer and the the finer things need a bit more time to nut out. Um, but I always found that the Crows in particular were pretty, uh, pretty fair in, you know, how they worked their contracts, never really paid overs, which allowed, you know, most but more clubs, ever, yeah. yeah, more of the, the players would get, a, you know, a more fair share, which I think is a really good way to go about it. But obviously when you're trying to attract talent to your footy club like a Rankin, you need to pay probably what most people consider mm. as overs. But given where the club's at, that's a uh, fair and reasonable, I think.
4: How close were you to going home at any stage, Be sure uh Victorian boy. You come over yeah. here, you
2: you meet your wife in Adelaide, mm. I, your children. Um, how close at any time or not? Oh, you always entertain the thought. I think you'd be silly not to, you know, you need to reflect on where you are in your life and, and what you want to achieve out of your football. And you know, I always felt that at the Crows, we were never too far away from Six the set. ultimate. And that, that proved to, you know, be the case. Not that we got there, but we were always thereabouts and, um, had our chances in, in 17, but, um, for me, I was always pretty happy, and I felt a part of the footy club. Um, felt a valued member. That was really important for me, and 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 loved the, obviously love the club and and the state and the, the city itself. So that made it pretty straightforward. What the
4: pressure on a footballer these days, probably from the time you start, it's probably even more now. It's every act is scrutinised. You you know, you can see a thousand different replays, and there's a lot of mental health issues which we we never heard of years ago. Just never heard of any. Now there's a lots and lots of players taking time off, but what's it like in the furnace? Uh, Did you read a lot of papers? Were you an avid radio listener or what happened?
2: Uh, When you played well, you probably...
4: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Are they saying I played all right?
2: No, I I didn't. I I deliberately stayed away from that. Uh, Friends and family would probably indulge in a little bit more and um, they'd uh, mention a few little things here and there, but I tried to stay clear of it. Um, But when social media and iPhones come in, it, it went to a whole new level and it's really, really hard to not hear it now. Uh, you get tagged in things and, and, and things pop up on your feed. So, uh, you know, you, you're never far away from any comments. Um, and everyone's got a voice, as we know, on yeah. social media. So it, it becomes a challenge. Some guys, water off a duck's back. Other guys can really get them down. And so they, they're the ones that uh, probably best just to stay off it.
4: And what are you told to say or not to say? Because Row Ro will be listening on the way home and he loves you. You're one of his favourite players and, and – um... But when we had you on i'd say nathan van bello and Scotty thompson it was we i'd almost be able to tell you the answer you you played such a straight bat and you obviously don't want to divulge too much uh, any information we always try and get it out of you but yeah. what sort of what's what are you told in that regard when you when you know a radio interview is coming up and maybe there's been a, an incident around the club
2: yeah well that was i've was <laughs> always felt torn as a player coming on the radio because you wanted to try and give be as authentic as you could and give your honest opinion but you you were briefed uh, before you went on radio or any sort of press conference or any media, are you so,
4: talking about this? Or... Yeah, you,
2: you need to uh, respect the club and and, and toe that company line, but in the same time, I think it's important for individuals to have personality and uh, be authentic and express themselves through the media because that's really what the listeners want, don't they? They want authenticity. Um, some guys do it really well. I see Patrick Dangerfield in the media; he's just so natural, yeah. isn't he? And he makes it look so so easy, but he never really divulges too much, does he? Like he still you know, really respect for the club and um, toes that line yeah. and he just has a bit few quirks that goes along with it. So it's probably a bit of um, training that guys could do and
4: did uh, you like it? i am sure you were regular on the we often had on five yeah, double
2: Yeah, I learned to enjoy it. Yeah. It's just something that you um, it becomes part of yeah. your football, and I think it gives you a bit of confidence and grows you as a person. I so. hope we didn't burn you too often, yeah. <laughs> Dougie.
4: Let's go to Craig wants to chat on contracts. Hello, Craig. Hey,
0: how you going? Good. Um, I just want to find out whether you can, I mean, to, 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 to people who aren't uh, footballers or managers and all that sort of stuff, um, I, I'd be interested to find out what um, what goes what can go into a contract and what can't go it, go into a contract, um, and uh, like the lego thing that's happening now and all that sort of stuff. So I'm just wondering whether you could get somebody on who deals with contracts, uh maybe from the players' association to explain it. All.
4: Yeah, thanks, Craig. I suppose there's certain clauses and also bonuses and. If you're finishing the best and fairest, if you won a brown line, if you make the finals, if you play X amount of games, it would be all sorts of that sort of stuff, wouldn't it, as well as your behavioural um, contracts?
2: Yeah, there's that. I also remember in, in my career at certain times that if you got dropped to the sandful, you had to actually pay money back. If you, got, you had to pay a match payment back. Right. So, you, you know, oh. match payment might be $4,000. So if you got dropped and played in the sandful, you goes... have to give back $4,000. Wow. So I'm not sure if clubs still do that or if you can do that, but that might be a good way... <laughs> Um, you know, for the Pies to work through that uh, contract with the Gowie because to be able to say you can just terminate that contract at any point seems a little bit... uh, Yeah.
4: Well, lucky you you
2: weren't dropped too often, Dougie. We are going to
4: take a break. Uh, Plenty more to come. Ryan Harris will talk cricket not far away. A trade-up to Continental Tires this trade period and the Kia Sportage has been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at
3: kia.com.au. Sports Day. The Kia Sportage has been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au and Luno SA. SA, Aussie owned, made for South Australia. Yeah, Richard Douglas, David Woolley,
4: Sports SA for Weeks Homes, to discover different. And we've got our AFL trade radio update, Semi Fantasia's joined us. Hi, Sam. Trade up to, oh, there we go, I'm on. Trade up to Continental Tires, engineered in Germany, proven in Australia. Search Continental Tires today. Chris Davies on. Trade radio this morning, confirming a bit of interest in contracted Richmond midfielder Jack Graham. Yeah, it'd be a good pickup. He's yeah. a steady player. He played in that grand final against not he, he, he did. Sloanee and kicked three goals himself, I think. So thanks for that. Yeah, <laughs> hope you're not listening, <laughs> Uh He hosed down speculation that they're trying to pry Melbourne star Cozzy Pickett out of last year's premiers. And um, he just sort of explained the process in uh, picking up Willy Rioli, if you want to play audio grab
2: number five.
0: Um, that high half forward position is is an area that you know I think is becoming you know, more important from a team standpoint. And, um, and with Connor Rosey and, and Zach Butter spending more time in the midfield this year, and you know Aratio Fantasia us unable to get him on the park, we, we left ourselves short in that position. From our perspective, it's it's really his his goal sense, his his ability um, on ground to to link. You know, that, that midfield forward area into, you know, as I say, a, an, an area of our team that we needed to, we think we need to get better at if we're going to be more competitive than we were this year.
4: So, free agency opens on Friday and then the trade period kicks off on Monday. Trade your way with CMC Markets visit CMCmarkets.com. Boys, have fun with True or False. Thank you, there, Semi Fantasia. True or False for Adelaide Auto, 4x4, 15% off your first purchase, Adelaide Auto. Okay, I'll start this off with you, Dougie. Um, Jordan the go we've been talking about him. He'll be at the Pies next year despite turning down a contract due to behavioural clauses. True or false?
2: Uh, I'm going to say false. I'm going to go out on a limb and say, no, he won't be at uh, the Pies. I think he's going to be at St Kilda. Okay. That's my mail. Yeah, I'm happy with that.
4: He's obviously not happy with something at the moment, so that makes sense.
2: Now, David, you're a Sam Berry fan. I just want to touch on him for a moment. <laughs> Will he play 200 games at the Crows?
4: I think he will, and a lot of people don't see that as we speak, but I think Sam Berry can play 200. Um, He's come on a leaps and bounds this year, just like the way the young man goes about his business. I am a Sam Berry fan, and yes, that is true, true, true. Another one for you. Um, True or false, Matt
2: Crouch will be with the Adelaide Crows next year. Yeah, I believe that's true. The mail I'm receiving is – Unfortunately for Matt, there's not a lot of interest out there, so wow. Uh, he will be in the tri colours next year, okay. which will make it interesting, won't it? Because he's got he's only 27, I think, and you he's feel got, about got that? a lot to offer. Uh, we you know, spoke off there. who can he who would be interested? Probably only Sydney. Would I think yeah, I
4: think he'd fit in Sydney because Sydney have lost um, uh, Kennedy, and they can also perhaps put Parker out. He could be a good half go forward, forward yeah. too. Um, and he's that big body. Uh, I, I think Matt Crouch is a. And you put um, Warner and Campbell and these guys that can run around him, a golden, these sort of guys, I think it makes sense.
2: But you're right, we couldn't
4: find too many clubs would be mm. a natural fit.
3: Uh,
2: for me, let's talk about cricket. Australia will win the World Cup and Aaron Finch uh, will play. I've got double oh. there.
4: Yeah, we've got Ryan Harris to ask him about that question about Aaron Finch. Um, I think it's true and true. Although Cameron Green, I mean, the way he's playing, he's not even in the squad. Can they make a late change? I'm not sure. I think Australia will win the World Cup. Yep. I think they're better than most of the teams. Um, so, yeah, I'll go true, true. But I'm Finch. not sure Finch yeah. deserves to be captain, just purely on his captaincy. You know, what does it say for other guys trying to get in the team when a bloke's failing time and time again? Don't ask bloody about that. He goes berserk about that one. Um, true or false, final one for you. Port Adelaide should or will... Receive a second-round draft pick as compensation for Carl Lehmann. Is it worth second round? He's a, he pulled well in the brown load, didn't he?
2: He did. Yeah, I think true. Yeah, no, I think uh, he's probably worth that. He's a penetrating um, player, uh, beautiful kick, as we know. So I think second uh, round is, is, worth it? is high on the high end, but I think he's worth that. Yeah, he'd only be, what, 26, 27, yeah. wouldn't he? Still yeah.
4: another five, six years to go.
2: Yeah. And he,
4: um, he's another one that can find the ball, so... And just quickly, got one more for you. Fremantle will hold on to Roy Lovney He wants to go to the Bulldogs and make him play at his final year of his contract.
2: Yeah, I think they will. Yeah, they uh, will. Yeah, they will. Uh, they'll keep him. I think they need him. He's about six he's or fourteen. So, he? yeah, he's pretty handy. He had a pretty reasonable year. We know they're not far off, and they'll be pushing again next year. So I think he'll be in the purple next year. I think it making a lot of sense. We are not far away from
4: Ryan Harris. What a career he had in Test cricket. He's currently up at Queensland, a selector, assistant coach and uh, nothing better than speaking with the Rhino. We'll ask him that question about Aaron Finch.
3: Sports Day. The Kia Sportage has been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. And Lumo, Lumo SA, Aussie-owned, made for South Australia. Sports Day SA, Richard Douglas and
4: David Wildey for weeks. Weeks homes to discover different and tyre power. Australia's biggest independent tyre retailer. Their buying power puts the power in your lane. Well, Dougie, I know you like cricket and it's just about to start. In fact, it started yesterday. We saw the Redbacks. How good was that, David? Have a win. And our next guest, who's a great test cricketer, wonderful cricketer, full stop, played for the Redbacks. And, uh, well, he's coaching now Queensland and the selector as well, Ryan Harris. Rhino, thanks for your time. How are you? Yeah, great, guys. Nice to
1: talk to you. And it wasn't that great yesterday, I can tell you from our point of
4: view. Yeah, it was um, – you never know, do you? I mean, first, second games, you, you're hoping for a win, but uh, everybody's new and, and the Redbacks got yep. over the line.
1: Yeah, they did, and they did it very, very well, to be honest. Um, look, I, I think they've, they've, they've recruited very well um, this year, and, um, you know, the game was a good game in the end. As you said there, it was, it's, it's the first game of the year. Everyone was really excited. Um you know, I know that um, the Queensland guys were, were chomping at the bit to, to get started. Um, they trained a lot during the off-season. It, it feels like a long off-season. So, to get out there and finally play some cricket, um, yeah. everyone was really excited. But, um, no, look, we were we were, were our players today. South Australia were good. As I said, I think they've you know, made some, some great recruiting um, decisions there. And uh, we thought we had, had them at one stage there. But then, um, you know, the way that McAndrew batted Ben Menente, um, you know, batted brilliantly. And... I think they were 108 off 63
2: balls, which yeah. was quite... You know, well, it was good to watch. It wasn't, but it was good. <laughs> you mentioned recruiting, Ryan. I mean, the Redbacks have only won two of their past 11 one day, so a great result for them. Um, Henry Thornton and Harry Conway, a couple of wickets, well, five between them, um, yeah. both from New South Wales. All the Blues, I believe, and yeah. Got them across to uh, the Redbacks. So that's obviously going to be a fantastic uh, pick-up for the, for the state here. Yeah,
1: big pick, big pick-up. Um, probably more Harry... Um, Harry's probably more proven. He's played a fair bit of cricket at first class and domestic level. Henry's not – he's just starting. Um, he's got a lot of talent, no doubt about that, and can bowl fast. Um, so he's a little bit raw, but the big one for me is Henry um, – oh, sorry, Harry uh, – He. he like I said he's got some experience, he's he's got he's good at he's good at that level, he's he's had success at um, success at, at domestic and first class level. So um that's a big one. He's, he's a your banker, I guess. You know, you need a guy like that. You've got other guys that can come in and bowl fast like Wes Agar and you've got obviously um, Brendan Doggard who didn't play last night. Um you have got a bit of pace at, at one end and you've got one guy who can you can just lock in and bowl and build some pressure. Um, you know, it, it forms a really, really good attack. So uh, look, I've, yeah, from afar, um, I've been impressed with, with um, the names that
4: they've, they've managed to get across there. T20 World Cup coming up. Where, where do you sit, Rhino, with, with Aaron Finch? I mean, he's, he's just got so many low scores. You know he's been a wonderful cricketer, but sometimes your time's up. Uh, he's retired from one-day cricket mm-hmm. and wants to probably yep. bow out with the World Cup. But it's a tough one, isn't it? Because they say he's such an astute skipper but, and he'd love runs, but he just hasn't been getting them.
1: Yeah, especially it makes it tougher when you've got a young bloke in Cameron oh. Green who has got an opportunity to go over and open in India and brain it. Um, it makes it an even harder decision. Oh, look, my heart says, oh, look, I, that, you know, in, in sport, are uh, there fairy tales, you know, does he deserve um, a go to finish, you know, yeah. you know, on our home soil and defend a World Cup that we've never won before and he managed to do it. Um, but ultimately, if, if you're not performing, you haven't got players performing, you're not going to do that. So, um, it's a really tough one. I I you know, I was hoping, um, you know, so for this for this exact reason that this question wouldn't come up, That the Indian series would would um you know, he'd go over there and and, 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 and you know, score some runs yeah. and, and put the doubt about it, you know, doubt of all the people out of their minds. But he hasn't done that again. So look he's got he's got I think he's got six more. There's probably three three in the next week and there's a couple more after that. So he's got plenty mm. more to try and find it. Um I'll be interesting to see if he doesn't Get a score or two. What does happen oh um, God, before that World Cup? I hope, I hope he does go because he, he's been such a good servant for, for Australian cricket in one day and T yeah. and, and, and Twenty cricket. But World Cups, you know, they're, they're, as we've seen with T Twenty, they're hard to win, and you need um, all you men need firing, yeah, yeah. You need him performing. Also, when he's a captain, you need he's, he's obviously you know, leading. He needs to lead from the front with his runs, and unfortunately, hasn't done it. So let's hope he can. something can click over, you know, in the next couple of weeks with the T20s
4: that are coming up. Sometimes uh, we make big statements when you're on on radio long enough, you're always going to make a few big statements. I said to Blighty the other week, Cameron Green, I feel when you can bowl 140 and you can hit the ball out of the park and you look so technically correct, I think he could be Australia's best all-rounder since Keith Miller. Now, obviously, we never saw Keith Miller play, but we know about how good he was. Tell us about Cameron Green, Ryan. I mean, he just looks to have... Everything covered, including those long arms in the gully.
1: Yeah, he has. He's an he's a unbelievable all-round cricketer. I, I, you know, as you say, his fielding um, he, He's unbelievable as well. Where he's standing in gully and he's obviously tall and got got a long reach. And he stops a lot of balls a lot of guys wouldn't. So, um, I, so I, I, I managed to spend a little bit of time a few years ago when he came up. He, he probably wasn't. He didn't bowl uh, very much around back then because he had a couple of issues with his back. But he he put every every little second into his batting and. Um, even back then he, he was he hit the ball so crisp. His technique, as you said, his technique was just unbelievable and um you know, through all that work that he's done, you know, over the last couple of years, he's obviously he's had a couple of injuries with his back. It's good to see him back bowling and, and not just bowling, as you said, bowling fast. Um you know, the, probably the last guy that I remember doing that, um, was Shane Watson. And mm. but but Shane, but what Shane wasn't able to probably you know, he, he started off as a mad quick Bowling That's hunting, right, you know, 140. Yeah. 140s, yeah. But he couldn't maintain it. And he, and he made himself into an unbelievable sort of medium pace bowler. But, um, yeah, I, I hope he can maintain it, um, Cameron Green. But, you know, he surprised me a bit over in India. I, I know he's a good but I obviously knew he was a very good player. Like, I didn't know he could hit him that big yeah. uh, and, and score that quickly. So, look, yeah, I, I mean, I don't like making big statements, like you're saying, but he, he's definitely on track. Um he's got a massive future and um, one thing we've probably got to make sure that and, I'm, and I know they're well ahead of that with, with the coaching staff is they just look after him um, you know when you're an all-rounder and you're so good at all formats it's its with the amount of cricket that's being played these days he's it very hard to play every series and every match so um, you know they, 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 I know Cricket Australia the way they work they look after him and look after his welfare but, but yeah it, it's exciting to see a young bloke come through and as I said seeing firsthand how hard he works get results
2: and as no know, Rhino, Australia's first game of the World Cup, 22nd of October against the Kiwis. But leading up to that, we've got a couple of trials against India and the Poms. Do you think the side will be uh, mixed up a little bit to find the best mix? Or do you think they're probably pretty close to their best uh, 11 or 12 and they'll stick with that and trying to get some momentum going into the World Cup?
1: Yeah, I, I think those games closer to the World Cup will probably try and get their, their make of their side. I think, you know, as I said, we've got um, West Indies next week, I think up here in Brisbane. Uh, I think there's another series against England between now and the World Cup, I think. Um, yep. You never know, the T20 World Cup, they, the 20, T20 World Cup year, they just bang in all these, uh, all these extra T20s. But, but they'll that, be the games I think they might mix and match a little bit just to find. But I think you'll find, the, we'll see, as they get closer, um, that's when they'll try and settle on um, yeah, their make-up of the side to make sure that's um, going into that first game. Um, you know, they, they are settled and, and know what their roles are and where they're batting and all those sort of things. Mm. Um, that, that'll bring a calmness and, and uh, direction into the squad. Do you think I've got the right mix,
4: Ryan, with the T20s, one-day test cricket? Because I think most most fans don't care too much about a T20 result unless it's a World Cup and same with the one-day, but <laughs> then you really do. You watch every game. But test cricket's the one, and I know you loved your test cricket. For me, that's yeah. still as a cricket purist. That's what I like, but... I know India have sort of changed the landscape. They're playing competitions all around the world. And to me, one blurs into another one. And they, be a bit careful about that because still, I think test cricket is still the pinnacle.
1: Yeah, it is. Um, I don't disagree with it, And I've said it publicly before. I don't believe there should be a T20 World Cup. <laughs> um, you know, we only, as I said to you before, just a minute ago, we only play a, a truckload of T20s in a T20 every other year. We, yeah. we, you, you might only play one. Um, I, I think we play way too much T20 cricket. Um, you know the leagues around the world now that that can be the international T20 that the players can play and go and you know go and play in. And uh, you look at India. Um, you know the IPL is an amazing tournament. I've, I've experienced it. I've been there a number of years and, and played it myself. And you know I, with the way India are working, that IPL three month period isn't just going to be the IPL. They want another three month period in, in the in the calendar, and that. Yeah. that <laughs> That's so hard to find. Uh, yeah. Absolutely fine. So I, I don't believe there should be international T20s. I know why there is. There's a World Cup and that means dollars. Uh, <laughs> I'm not, but, um, you know, there, there's just so much T20 cricket. Uh, and, and again, I, look, I'm not I'm – not, I don't am not i want to be a hypocrite because I, I did play it. I made some money from it and, and enjoyed it. Um, but I, I just – I don't want to see – you know, I hear the talk of – I enjoyed one-day cricket. I still enjoy watching it. Uh, I keep hearing it's dying. And, and test cricket, you know, we don't want to have mm. test cricket just to be – England, Australia, um, you know, and in and in India. We don't yeah. just want three three um you know, three countries. We, we try we've got to try and keep that developing. So yeah. yeah, not too probably too much cricket. Um, but again the players aren't complaining because wherever they go they get paid. So <laughs> they're not complaining.
2: Yeah. Well over half a million tickets have already been sold for the World Cup here in Australia, which is fantastic. Yeah. So the the fans are yeah. uh, clearly uh Speaking with their feet there, uh, obviously Australia probably going slight favourites. India, we know how good they and dangerous they are. The Poms, obviously, very good at that format. Uh, along with the Kiwis, they're probably the four that you think can do the damage.
1: Yeah, I was going to say don't don't discount New Zealand. Um, you know they're they're, they're very strong. Um, and and England, yeah, yeah, they're probably the four I'd say. Um, Sri Lanka might be a duck horse. Sri Lanka's have just stitched um, India and Pakistan up in the Asia Cup, which was a big surprise. Um, you know, only, only probably four or five weeks ago. So don't don't um, discount them. I think they sort of some they can struggle with the bounce over here. Um, but you know, who knows? And the other one is Pakistan. Um, yeah. You just never know on their day. Uh, they've got some serious quicks. Uh, Harris Ralph, who's been over in the big dash. Um, you know Afridi a Shahin a um They've got some serious bowlers as well, and Babar Azam is probably the number one better in the oh, world. So, yeah. I think I think it's going to be tight. It always is, and yeah. World Cups are. They should be um, you get the best teams in the world um, playing playing together. And and it, it is, as you say, it is great to hear that you know that, 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 that so many tickets have been sold because we're going to see so We are going to see so many good games.
4: Yeah. Why do you think New Zealand is so good? I think they have only got a population three or four million. We've got you know twenty five, twenty six, and we're a small country. And compared to some, what makes them so good? Because they're so competitive, aren't they? With a particularly in the one day format, they just they do bat above their weight.
1: Yeah, they do. I, I, I don't know the answer. I guess you could probably ask the same question with their rugby union. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. There I mean, you know, they're, they're a lot of Islanders I guess to play that. And not a, you know, I don't know the history of that, but they're, they're so dominant in that. Well, I I don't know. Maybe maybe the coaching the coaching setup and, and their first class system is really good. I don't really know too much about their systems over there, but um, they've always been there and there and us, haven't they? they? You know, they they go through you know, probably over the last 15, 20 years. They've been yeah um, pretty dominant. They've had a couple of little lull, lull catches where they haven't probably done so well, but you know, to be in the about, I, I, off the top of my head, I, they've been in. In and around World Cup finals for the last mm. few, I think. I mean, last to England. I think we beat them here in 2015. So yeah, they just seem to they just seem to do. It. Maybe it's their, their culture and their, and well, obviously I think they've led they've led, led very well as well with their captain, who, who you know a lot of their players do travel around the world now and pick up little things that probably you know take back and they. And they implement over there. Who knows? But they are yeah. not came Drew in. So, um, you know yeah. he's done so, so well for such a
4: long time. Just thinking, Ron. I just wanted to leave you. There. Had you been playing now, the money thrown around. I I can't believe what <laughs> they can earn for three or four weeks a tournament. I th- they're working out. Cummins is getting ten thousand dollars per ball in the IPL. Yeah. I mean, even you must scratch your head. I know you probably earned a good living when. You, but hasn't it yeah. gone up? Escalated.
1: Oh, I'd love to play now. But I mean, <laughs> that actually, don't get me wrong. I played because I loved it, and I love representing my country, and I did very well out of it. But um, it's only going to get better. I mean, the IPL rights, for instance, tripled again this year Let's in see. the billions. Ooh, and, wow. um You know, but again, the players are the players are the reason why, and they and they get out there and they and they play hard and um, they entertain. And um, a player can only get paid what he what you know what they give. Yeah, yeah. You know, same in any sport, not just cricket. Um, so look, they entertain and, and they're very lucky. And uh, I know, I know a lot of them, if not all of them, they're all very. They all they too know how lucky they are and and how and, and they you know as as I as I did when I played, I, you know I got paid you know very well for doing something that you love um, I, yeah I loved and I dreamt of doing. Um, so you know, we, 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 I was very lucky and they are very lucky this day and age, But they definitely deserve it. They train hard. They travel a lot. Um, you know, and it's only for some. It's only a short career.
4: Mm, thanks for the Jet Rhino.
1: All no right, guys, thank
4: Thanks, you. Mate. Ryan Harris here, Queensland selected and coached. Wonderful bowler too. He's oh, a big barrel chested and oh. he could swing it both ways. A big beautiful outswing though. Maybe he bowled Elastair Cook, I reckon, first ball in the a Top, test match yeah. down here. Top of off peg. Top of off. Just an absolute ripper. <laughs> yeah, but oh. do you do you agree we we don't care too much about like India just played Australia. I couldn't care less well, who won. I heard the result. Okay, and it, it doesn't really yeah. mean a lot unless it's a, a world cup or test cricket.
2: Yeah, because we play so many of them. I think it's, it loses its relevance a little bit, doesn't it? But, yeah, we certainly get up and about for the World Cups. But, oh, touching on the money, Jeff, they're happy to pay you. take it, yeah, well, you, it. But that t- is uh, insane. The new TV rights won over one over a billion dollars. It's hard to fathom, really. But when you understand the scale of the people in India, you you
4: quickly believe it. I think they've got more um, millionaires and we've got people in India. Like, so oh. here's a stat for you. <laughs> you're one of them here, Dougie. <laughs> now, if you're running a small to medium business as a builder, renovator, a Tyler, Beaumont, Tiles, wants to help you out, just head to iCanWin.com.au and you can win a $25,000 advertising package to promote
3: and grow your business. Our guest there,
4: Ryan Harris. Sports,
3: Sports Day. Day. The Kia Sportage has been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at Kia.com.au and Lumo SA. Aussie-owned, made for South Australia.
4: Richard Douglas, David Wildey, Sports Day, you can rely on your local Repco authorised service centre, expert car service, book online at Repco Service, and also Polaris. They've been Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand for 21 years in a row. Well, Dougie, you've appeared in the AFL records many, many times, well over 200. It's a great addition. You saw the one out here in the office. No, it's big, brilliant. thick, oh. and takes a lot to get that together, and they... No doubt sold thousands and thousands. And one of the senior riders been around for a long while is Ash Brown, and he joins us now. Ash, congratulations! Great addition to the grand final. Thanks very much. Good
0: to be with you. Yeah, as, uh, as Richard was saying, so a lot of work goes into it. We start press work, we'll start working on it. Sort of at the start of the season, we tap away it all season in the background, and then once into September, we go full deal. But uh, no, it's a great pleasure. We're very proud of it once again. It's going to by a really good sailing people.
4: How do you work out? What goes into it? As I said, it's a very thick edition. You've already covered in the finals. You get the big one. Um, you're a senior, right, and you've got many other contributors. How do you work out who does what?
0: Well, I, I, I come not with sort of three or four feature ideas. We try to work out is there a famous anniversary or something of a, of a famous grand final or a veteran footy that's worth revisiting uh, a couple of years. The grand finals have yielded so many stories over the end. Once you look into the history of grand finals, there's always a story where yep. that's been unreported or not reported. But if think, no other people still around, you can have a chat too. So it's a, it's a combination of a few, uh, few bits and pieces. And this year, we had the obvious it to be Jill McCorken's last day in the office grand final day when we sort of conceived the idea of mixing with you. Know, I think you might be there. Of course, it's we good one. have a few lunch now. But, so that was an obvious idea for his last grand final, the CEO of the AFL. So the idea sort of goes from there. Some of it sort of leap out at you and some you've just got sort to of dig deep in time. Just to uh,
4: hold the phone a bit steady, it's just breaking up a little bit, Ash. She must be proud
2: no of the, the work you've done. It's a great thing, the record. It For many years, a lot of people love it. And I know as players, we used to have a copy always at the club and we used to flick through it and check our stats and do a <laughs> bit of trivia when we're lying on the physio bench. Have you? Were you one of those kids growing up? Did you love, you know, getting the record when you go to the footy? And uh, is that part of your passion and how you got into it? Well, it was one of those. You know, a footy rider was uh, you know, two or
0: three staples you'd read every week. And one of them was... a. Back was it was called back then the footy record. Uh, you know, if I went to the football, it was always hand over, and I'm always up for everyone. It cost ten cents or twenty cents, and every week without fail, the footy would have a copy of the record to buy it, uh, and read, and that sort of yeah you know, to write for it all these years later, and it's still privilege still.
4: I saw you wrote an article in uh, I think it was one of the early weeks about Alistair Clark's and success doesn't. Norm- you go back to your, your first club doesn't always make you successful, and. Yeah, it was a good article on that, but no doubt you weren't, we weren't aware of all the, the drama that, you know, followed a couple of weeks later.
0: No, that's right. We uh, put that one to bed before the uh, dramas about all, all the revelations, the allegations out of Hawthorne uh, were aired. So, but Clarko there's you know, given everything he's done as a as a coach, there's a lot of great stories to be told about him, and the terms of that article was, but uh North are hoping that the favourite son will uh, come back and restore the appearance success. There haven't been that many lately, sort of players who uh, got back to the tour club and taken the championship. happened John uh, Weston in 2006 was the last one. So North are hoping that uh, it happens just some the psycho magic there, but as we know, that might be a might be a delayed start to the job. Yeah. Start how many how many um, sales did you have for
4: the? For the record, i said it's a wonderful edition and a good read. Do you know how many? what the figures
0: were? We're still waiting for the final figures we are still being sold. I think there's vigilance supporters now yep. who tend mm. to grab it based on the fact they won and becomes a souvenir. But uh, it's in the, certainly the, the, the high tens of thousands. And uh, we sell a lot during the week, and then we sell a whole lot more. We, this year, uh, we are able to once again do the match day edition. So we had updated stats and, uh, and uh, the team lists and, the, and a Brownlow preview and, that sort of thing, and account for the team changes. So there'll be a few, and we saw probably another sort of 20,000, 30,000 on Grand Final Day, if not more, so people buy it at the ground. So it's a very successful edition for us. It's one of the biggest sports magazines of the year in Australia. Yeah.
4: We've known your name for a while associated with that and other publications. Do you, do you um, write down a few perhaps ideas, just jot them down and think, oh, yeah, that'd be a good story to write. I might, I might do something on that rather
0: than just what's breaking news? Yeah, it's always. I mean, I'm sort of in a position now. I don't do a lot of breaking news. I don't. We have to go like hard news reporting now. I leave that to the young people. But uh, yeah, I've got a style going in my computer all the time, and if uh, I think I've got a good idea, I try sort of write it down somewhere and put it away. And when the appropriate time comes, I revisit it. I mean, I'll. I'll. You know, I'll probably even as early as November. I'll start thinking about a couple of story ideas for next season. Yeah.
3: Uh,
0: often when the, when the fixture comes out, that's always a good way to jog your memory for. Uh, Story to
4: to, so well, congratulations once again. As I said, it's a, it's a wonderful addition. People still buying it, as you said, the CAT supporters, they'll love it. And uh, and well done, Ash. Thank you very much. We've got a magazine now for the blog support as well for,
0: for a yeah. uh, 100 page edition to recap everything about
4: the grand final. Uh, that's also correct as for you. Yeah, great stuff. Ash Brown, there, AFL record, and also for Luma Energy SA. We do apologise for the line, it wasn't that great. 100% Australian-owned with energy plans and great local awards made for South Australia. As long as we sound okay, Doug, I suppose it's not so bad. But uh, isn't it funny with the technology, with all the way things going and you, you still get a bloke on a mobile or whatever and it's distorted?
2: Yeah, I blame the weather. Yeah. <laughs> all that rain. I'm not sure. But $25 for the premiership uh, edition of the record, the grand final, uh, it's goodbye. good buy. Cats fans will be lining up for it. It's uh, fantastic. Well,
4: Craig Hutchinson bought the rights for that and it's just a – Terrific addition, it really is. So our guest there, Ash Brown. Well, that's it for us, Dougie. Um, another night down and we, we spoke about quite a few things, in, including trades and uh, all sorts of things. Ryan, Ryan Harris. Yeah, he was great, wasn't he? He's always right. oh, good, yeah. He's a wonderful bowler, wonderful. And cricket's, well, it's cricket season now. I remember when we were kids, it was football season, then cricket season. now footy, go, footy goes you know, all year round. Now we've got the women playing and, and so does cricket. So... Good to have you on board. We'll do it all again tomorrow night between 6 and 7. Bye for now.
3: The Kia Sportage has been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. And Lumo SA, Aussie-owned, made for South Australia.